All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy, uh, let's see, it's Tuesday already. How did that happen? Already Tuesday, it's the last week of August. Um, a lot of news. I mean, a lot of news happening all around this country. Uh, starting with some sad news in Congress. Uh, House Majority Leader Steve Scalise announced he's dealing with blood cancer. He says it's very treatable. He's not going to miss work. He's going to keep working. But for a guy who already went through the horrific baseball field shooting back in 2017, another challenge. He's uh, handling it with a smile and the courage that has become his trademark. And well-wishers from Democrats to Republican all across the aisle uh, wishing him well and, and supporting him in this journey. Um, that is just one of many uh, major uh, developments on the front lines of news today. 1,600 scientists, including two Nobel Prize winners, have signed a letter declaring that uh, anything called a climate emergency is a myth, that there's not an emergency. Yeah, there are things that can be done. But uh, uh, using an emergency or seizing emergency powers like some fear Joe Biden and Democrats might try to do, not justified, it is mythical, according to 1,600 According to 1,600 scientists, that's a pretty big number in one that I think um, is going to get some attention. That story from Addison Smith is trending on our website significantly. Uh, yesterday, we had the story of the National Archives, 5,400 pseudonym emails. We're going to try to get Kimberly Herman, who's uh, suing Southeastern Legal Foundation is a FOIA that I started. Very important stuff. Uh, that one is uh, still trending. A lot of people talking about that. Uh, polling data suggests that uh, black voters, particularly independent black men, are not only peeling from the Democratic Party and Joe Biden, that they're leaning maybe towards Republicans in this next election. That would be a dynamic very concerning. Now, it's early. A lot of things can happen. But Joe Biden seems to have not only a general low favorability ruling, but in the key constituencies that help Democrats win, young voters, African-Americans, maybe Hispanics as well, a really significant uh, downturn in that. Uh, speaking of Biden and Bidenomics, he's been out there selling his economic plan. Uh, somehow, after raising taxes and doing other things in the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, overall revenue to the government's down by over $400 billion with a B. Four hundred billion with a B dollars. Um, uh, how does that happen? If you raise taxes, why do revenues go down? Well, that's what conservatives from Ronald Reagan forward have always argued: that higher taxes, more government spending, repress uh, government revenues. Uh, certainly, some uh, uh, empirical evidence appealing on that. Uh, my good friend and colleague Nick Ballacy has that story, and it gets a lot of attention as well today. Um, I want to dig into a couple other things, but first, let me tell you. What we got on the show today, we've got uh, a really great guest in Lee Zeldin, former congressman, former New York gubernatorial candidate, the man at the mer uh, the middle of the, what a lot of people call the Manhattan miracle, the fact that he finished so close in a blue, 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 blue state in the governor's race and, and his efforts helped four House seats flip to red. Uh, that is, um, he's going to join us. We're going to talk about impeachment, the latest revelations, the 5,400 documents, uh, the Ukraine impeachment documents from last year that suggest the story we were given was not true. I think that's an important one. 
uh, to go deeper in. He's going to talk about that because he was an impeachment manager. He was on the front lines. These are documents he wasn't given. We'll ask a little bit more about that as well. Um, late last night, House Republicans um, said, oh, in the second half, um, I'm really excited. I'm a big fan of Leah Thomas. She is a champion, not only of the Second Amendment, but of the safe practice of gun ownership, uh, whether it's training or new safety devices. She's on the forefront. Um, and that makes our job as Second Amendment, responsible Second Amendment champions that much easier. She's got a new project, a, a new product that I'm excited about. You've heard me talk about it on this podcast, Muzzle Stick. Uh, it is a, a basic a chamber flag that lets you know if a gun is loaded or not loaded. Uh, if you're the owner, you put it in, depending on the state you left your gun in. Anyone visually can see it, particularly someone who's not familiar with a gun. Uh, it makes uh, life just a little more safer. Uh, and of course, we all appreciate that as we celebrate our fundamental right to bear arms in this country. Uh, but being safe while bearing arms is a good thing. And she's going to join us in the second half. In fact, if you want to go check out this product in advance of Leah's interview, which you're going to enjoy. She is one of my favorite interviews. Go to muzzlestick.com. It is an extraordinary product. I've been talking about it. You've heard me talk about it. Why not take uh, for a few dollars and have a wonderful safety situation? Maybe you forget the state you left your gun in when you locked it up. <coughs> you quickly need a visual prompt. Well, this is the way you do it. How do you get there? Muzzlestick.com. M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K.com. A little different spelling. M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K, muzzlestick.com. Go check it out today. Really great product. So we're going to have that later in the show. I can't wait to talk to Leah. She's one of my favorites, as I said. Uh, a couple of other stories that have been trending today. Joe the Plumber passed away. We mentioned that yesterday. A lot of people mourning his passage. One of those unexpected political figures that emerged in, uh, through a little statement confronting Barack Obama made a big statement in politics. A lot going on with that uh, and people remembering that today. Um, that's the headlines today. We've got a lot of them. I'm going to try to get Kimberly Herman on tomorrow to talk about this very epic case. It's very important. In the meantime, uh, one other big note on the campaign trail, <clears throat> Miami Mayor Suarez, he jumped in, never quite caught fire, even though he was hoping to ride uh, Latinos and, and uh, Southern Republicans. Uh, well, he couldn't even get on the debate stage, and today... Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, uh, he suspended his 2024 GOP presidential campaign, the first candidate to do so. The first step in usually when someone drops out of a campaign. Uh, but that was a big one now. He'll be courted by a lot of others because, obviously, he is very popular in the Hispanic uh, communities of Florida. be interesting to see which person he might go and endorse at some point down the road. That's another big one that's shook up the presidential race today. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Lee Zeldin, former congressman, former candidate for New York governor, uh, he's got a lot of wisdom to share on the Biden scandal, on impeachment, will we, won't we, and uh, the economy. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. You know that. Uh, I would, I've never been to a concert. I'm to go to a concert. I got all his albums. It's on my playlist. Uh, he's got one of those great uh, songs, I'm in a New York State of Mind. Today, that New York State of Mind is pretty sour. Some new polling data showing that uh, the Democratic Governor Hochul and, um, uh, is unpopular, that people want to put term limits, and uh, more interesting, a lot of New Yorkers are thinking of getting out, moving out. <laughs> if we use another Billy Joel song, look at that. I got two Billy Joel songs in in less than a minute. Sorry about that if you're not a Billy Joel fan, but I couldn't help myself. All right, we're going to talk about that with Lee as well. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Congressman, former Congressman Lee Zeldin, uh, always a great interview, up next right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean, L-E-A-N.com. 
Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As we said at the top of the show, uh, Joe Biden sort of has a Hillary Clinton Email problem now, maybe not exactly the same circumstances, but he clearly had private email. He was clearly conducting government business on it. And at least one or two occasions, he was forwarding government sensitive information to his son, a a proposed conversation with the Ukrainian president, who Hunter Biden had a lot of interest in, and the uh, the uh, non-public information that a U.S. hostage was about to be, or prisoner, was about to be released from Turkey. That also went to his son through the private account. Uh, Congress is locked in. Uh, Jim Jordan, uh, Chuck Grassley, Ron Johnson, and uh, James Comer are all zeroing in on this. And of course, we sued uh, through the Southeastern Legal Foundation. I thought I'd bring in somebody who has an extraordinary record of extracting information from people who don't want to give it and getting the American people the truth. Former congressman from New York, uh, one of the impeachment managers in 2019, who did a great job of helping people understand the Democrats weren't telling the American people the truth back then. Former Congressman Lee Zeldin joining us right now. Congressman, good to have you back on the show. Oh, it's great to be back, and uh, I'm really grateful for your effort here uh, with regards to these 5,400 emails. Uh, Thankfully, we have people outside of Congress who consistently, regardless of whether Republicans or Democrats are in charge and have the gavels, are making progress and uh, your tip of the spear. So well, thank you for your good work on this. Thank you. I'm grateful. Southeastern Legal Foundation, which is a public interest law firm, they've been great on all the FOIAs that we've done. Uh, and you, really, I, I have to say this, uh, the 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 Jordan, Comer, uh, and Smith uh, triumphant now, they really are moving things very quickly. Um, it's really impressive to see Congress pivot and get so much information. It feels like they've been in power for two years, but it's really only been about six or seven months um, when you look at the state of the evidence now, uh, what does it say about Joe Biden, the vice president, uh, in the story he gave us to run for president? When you hear the left crying that there is no evidence, no matter <laughs> how much evidence is provided, which yeah. now, as you know, it consists of documents, email, text, WhatsApp messages, a laptop, whistleblowers, former business associates former clients, and the list goes on, including Hunter's own admissions. When you want to look at the laptop or a 60 Minutes interview, the left still says no evidence. Actually, we've reached the point where we're struggling to find any dots that aren't connected. And this really is just all documented. You don't have to take any House Republicans' word for it. James Como put out a press release with bank records. And the the response will from the left will be still there's no connection to Joe Biden, even and there's no evidence. You know, even though the press release itself will contain the actual evidence, and we see the same thing with your reporting from last week, uh, with regards to the policy, because you know the the left might say, well, there was no change in U.S. policy, and that uh, that it was U.S. policy to withhold the billion dollars or. Uh, to fire Shokin because he was corrupt. But when you provide your stories, really everybody should be talking about it, and you still have folks who want to make believe like it's not even happening. So at this point, my take on all the evidence 
is that you have every dot that you need connected to be opening a House impeachment inquiry. I, I will also give credit to great work by Jim Jordan and oh, Jamie yes. Comer and Jason yeah. Smith uh, and their senators who are doing a fantastic job. Um, but you know, at, at this particular point, we really do need to see that next level of accountability. I, I don't know how you don't go forward with it. And, uh, and I am very impressed with these guys and their staff picking up their effort, sharpening uh, you know, th- their iron here, it, which is hot. It's, you know, their knives are sharp. They're ready to go. Uh, they need their colleagues to be giving them all of the backwind, all the support that they need to be able to get the good work over the finish line. Yeah. There's so many things. And I, it, one of the challenges is this is a complicated scandal, right? You've got a drop phone uh, per uh, pseudonym emails, uh, multiple LLCs, but it seems like the Republicans have done a good job of boiling this down to why you should care. There's a culture of corruption in the family, millions made uh, on policy. Uh, and I think Devin Archer gave us that other simple fact, which is that Hunter Biden was selling the family name. You, you got Joe Biden when you bought Hunter. Do you think Americans are beginning to understand, uh, despite a complex you know, uh, scheme, that the, the rudimentary issue that why Joe Biden is corrupted on this issue? Yes. Uh, I do believe that there are still a lot of Americans who don't want to hear it. They still refuse to believe or acknowledge sure. any facts or evidence. However, uh, this is starting to punch through. When you see networks like CNN starting to report on actual evidence and then to give commentary to further bolster it, that is a drastic change in the business model and the positions than what we've seen in the past. Obviously, uh, you know, CNN and MSNBC and the, the others, they still have a long ways to go. You know, you still have Philip Bump writing his nonsense in the Washington Post and, yeah. and, and other embarrassing examples out there. But that progress that you're seeing a little bit, uh, that I think is just further evidence uh, that this is starting to get out there. What's amazing is seeing the White House press secretary stand there at the podium being asked a question by Peter Ducey about Hunter Biden selling artwork in exchange for access yeah. to the White House. And, Can't and answer. she's she's up there saying that she's not going to answer it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It, it, it's a very easy thing to say, that's not true. That's false. And instead, she's saying that she's refused to answer. And I think what it means that she's refused to answer that one is that Hunter Biden is selling artwork in exchange for access to the White House. Uh, so I think the messaging that's coming from uh, the White House right now is only going to further jam them up because, you know, they're they're not emphatically denying that this stuff uh, is is real or true like they were in the past. In, in the past, they were confidently saying that's just false and you know, there's no evidence of that. And you're making it up. Uh, I know that Biden had that exchange with Peter Ducey a couple weeks ago. Um, but you're starting to see more of Biden's supporters, including inside of the White House, just being unwilling to defend this anymore because they know they'd be lying. That's right. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, And also, they've been out there saying things that now have been debunked. And so at some point, I guess you pull back saying, I don't want to take the risk. It's my own reputation now that's out there. Uh, so many things that earlier on the White House press secretaries answered that we now know not to be true. Uh, I have sensed a real subtle shift in uh, the legacy media. And again, I'm, I'm no fan of their work because I think over the last six, seven years, they've greatly misinformed the American public, crushed stories that were true, uh, reported stories that were false. But there seems to be a change. It started maybe with Chuck Todd a few weeks ago, uh, then uh, the CNN anchors uh, uh, giving some ground that Donald Trump was right and Joe Biden lied to us. Uh, and even in the Philip Bump story uh, in the last couple of days, a real acknowledgement that the narrative in America has changed in spite of them, because actually these guys held the line trying to protect these uh, the Bidens from these stories coming out. Do you think the legacy media, much like uh, the uh, press secretary, maybe being more careful that they now realize that they have something to lose in the unraveling of this story as well? I sure would hope that whether it's a business decision, it's uh, reputational. It's uh, actually analyzing facts on the merits and realizing that they just can't hold the line on the nonsense. Whatever their reasoning is, 
a lot of what is starting to come out from the the former biggest proppers of of Biden, the DNC, and the family to cover for all of this, it's a really good sign. Don't know whether or not the top calculation is because of business or reputation or merit, uh, but whatever it is, it's a good thing. And it's especially a good thing because when there are people out there who work a long day, they get home, they can't follow all the news, they don't have time to read all sorts of news outlets, and they, they happen to maybe turn on, say, CNN or MSNBC yeah. for 15 minutes, and that's their only source of news. And when they're told that there's no evidence at all, that's a far cry, by the way, with opinions behind it, that's a far cry from where we are right now, where they're starting to acknowledge the facts existing and then even bolstering it with commentary, uh, which, yeah, shows a big uh, step forward. Philip Bump, by the way, just a couple weeks ago, I had a back and forth with him over Twitter <laughs> yeah. where I was providing specifics. And he still wasn't willing to budge, and he's like being all snarky and being a jerk. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, if if you're starting to see stuff in the last couple of days that's showing progress, that's fantastic. I really do hope that this trend continues because we have a long way to go before yeah. they get their reputation back on this. You ain't kidding. They have denied so much truth to the American people for really six or seven years, really since the start of the Trump era. Uh, it has been uh, a constant um a flood of either false stories or uh, strangling true stories until uh, until the dam would break. All right, folks, we got more of our exclusive interview with Congressman Lee Zeldeman right after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z -Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Um, I want to talk the bigger picture of politics right now. So first on impeachment, uh, it doesn't seem, at least from, as what I can tell, that uh, Kevin McCarthy has the votes yet. What would he need to do to get, you know, a swing district Republicans who might be more moderate um, uh, to, to accept the vote or to vote for this? Uh, and then I want to talk about the direction of the country and the direction of your own state. But let's start with impeachment. 
what is the gap that uh, Kevin McCarthy needs to close with Jim Jordan and uh, James Comer and others to get the holdout Republicans to realize that this is a moment they might need to take a tough vote? Right now, there's an August recess going on that will soon end in a couple weeks. The House Republican Conference, the House Democrats, everyone comes back. You get everybody together in a room in that House Republican Conference. You have a discussion about this. Everyone's back in their districts. They're hearing from their constituents. And then they have a, a conversation. And what's important to be commun- communicating inside of that room in my opinion, I don't see how you don't start a House impeachment inquiry. Yeah. And I think that it's going to uh, not not just uh, be able to stand on its own on the merit when articulating publicly the facts that have been uncovered so far. It forces many in the media we were just talking about to have to cover this even further. And then the tools of that deposition, that transcribed interview that takes place when you bring in Victoria Newland, yeah. topic of you know, our last conversation right. together, one of the topics, and you're able to have depositions with Hunter Biden and more, uh, then you're able to dig even deeper into these facts. And as Kevin McCarthy has articulated, opening up a House impeachment inquiry is not a decision to impeach. It's a process that allows you to put together the rest of the facts and to be able to look into this. I don't know how they don't do it. I don't know how you go back to everyone in America who actually cares about this stuff and the Biden family corruption and try to explain to them any logic, any reason, any excuse for not having done it. So great work so far by the House Republican Conference. Awesome since January uh, when they, they took the gavels and thank God they did. Uh, but it's time to be able to take this to the next level. And for House Republicans out there who might be in a district where it's not as popular of a move, it's just important to successfully message it to your constituents. When you vote in favor of their being or supporting verbally, however you step forward to say that you believe that House impeachment inquiry is appropriate, just explain to them why. It may not be as easy as not having to take the vote in the first place if you're in some district that may be Biden won in 2020, right. but you have to do it. You can't just let our base have deflated um, hopes and dreams uh, because right now expectations are higher and they're feeling pretty good with a little pep in their step that they made the right move, putting the Republicans in charge of the House. Don't give them a reason to stay home. Don't give them a reason to not care about the down-ballot races, even if they care about the presidential. This is a moment where you step up and you do the oversight. I was in the House with Boehner as speaker, with Paul Ryan as speaker, and then with Nancy Pelosi as speaker. I have not, never seen, going back to the beginning of my time in the House, a House majority, that, that a House Republican majority specifically, that is willing to lean into the oversight role like this. Yeah. Willing to do I subpoenas, agree. willing to ask tough questions with fighters as chairs. So that's that's good stuff, but we gotta take it to the next level. Yeah, I think the last time that there was this effective and impactful in oversight, probably you have to go back to the nineties and the Clinton scandals with Asia fundraising, Whitewater and other things. But this is a real really in six, seven months, an extraordinary amount of revelation from people who spent three years keeping it from us. So you had to extract it. It wasn't like they were giving it up easily. It's quite quite impressive. All right, I want to turn to the state of the country because you you have a great finger on the pulse of America, and particularly New York. And I think both have a strong sentiment that those lands, the land of America and the land of New York, are going in the wrong direction. Two that have really jumped out at me. Three-quarters of Americans think uh, Joe Biden's too old for the job. He's just not doing a good job anymore. He seems bumbling. And 77% think that uh, the country is on the wrong path. That's a pretty big tidal wave to try to run into re-election with. Um, is he in big trouble? Yeah, he definitely is. When you see polling coming out of Democratic primary voters, where they are talking about how much they want to have a different nominee, that's a big sign. Yeah. I mean, we know where Republicans are on Biden. We've seen the eroding support amongst independents. Right. But when you see that many Democrats who just refuse to 
close ranks and give up hope that that they're not going to be able to uh, swap out their nominee for someone who is younger and sharper and more in his or her prime. And by the way, this isn't about for me that you know Joe Biden's age is the reason why he is you know, too quote unquote old. Right. It's it's not a this isn't about a number. I've met people who are in their 90s who are like amazingly sharp and working full time. I don't know how the heck they do it. Yeah. And I don't plan on being in, you know working like you know, like they were and working full time uh you know in my 90s. But listen, if if Joe Biden was older than he was right now, but he was incredibly sharp. Yeah. Like he was in his prime, People God would bless be totally, him. all yeah. the, the wisdom that those years bring. That's right. But that's not what we have right now. He is in trouble, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, now let's uh, take it a little closer to home. You you ran one of the, I think, one of the most extraordinary gubernatorial campaigns in the last uh, two decades, certainly in New York. Uh, nearly knocked off a Democrat in a state that has a you know large Democratic population, perhaps one of the largest other than California. Uh, in a very short period of time, uh, New Yorkers have further soured on uh, Kathy Hochul. You've got a uh, majority saying uh, the state's headed in the wrong direction. Uh, 80% want term limits for her. And uh, 40%, I think, of or more of people are thinking or looking for a way to sell their home and get out of there. Um, uh, the New York state of mind, as Billy Joel might sing, is not a very good state of mind right now, is it? I don't even know if Billy Joel isn't as much of a New York state of mind as he used to be. Yeah. That man, I, I love the fact that he never forgot where he came from. He yep. was always singing about Long Island and and telling stories, even if he was traveling the world about home. And as a Long Islander, loved it. I'm a big Billy Joel fan. Maybe not as politics as uh, you and I can have a discussion about offline. Sure. But he has his house for sale right yeah. now on Long Island. And I, I asked somebody who was in the know. Hey, what's going on here? What's the plan? He says that Billy, Billy's just much more of a guy who wants to spend time in Florida these days. That is a story that I hear from so many other people. And it's not just about a certain income level. I hear it from people who are lower income, middle income, upper income. They are fleeing. They're going to the Carolinas, Tennessee, Florida, yeah. Texas, and elsewhere. They want their money to go much further. They want to feel safe in the streets. They want to be free. They're not getting it in New York. So Kathy Hochul's unpopularity only continues to go up. It's amazing that in a blue state that is only 22% Republican, we got just under 50% of the vote. Now, listen, when you run these races, you run for first. You're not right. running to get just under 50. You're running That's to get right. just over 50. But I got to tell you, as I was traveling the state, I was hearing from independents and Democrats about how they were done with the direction of the state with one party rule they've had enough and they knew that it was time to leave they wanted balance up in albany they certainly support term limits uh, as you just noted from that one poll i've seen that from a lot of polls and i've yeah. seen and heard it just being out on the trail uh, people want balance they want common sense and in many respects the middle of new york and yes there is a middle. Yes, it's not all AOC on the other side. If That's you're not, right. Uh, if you're not a Republican, you're 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 a loyalist of of her and her fellow socialists. There are a bunch of people who put party aside. They just want the right thing. The Asian American community caring about crime and education. Hispanic parents who care about school choice and and, and crime and the attacks that we've seen on the bodegas. Black families who want to see the the, the cap lifted on charter schools and and also wanting to make sure we're combating homelessness. And we see this migrant crisis exploding, an energy policy that makes no sense, banning hookups on new construction. The list goes on of Democratic policies that could be coming to a city and state near you. Even though New York may not be your state if you're out there listening, you yeah. see what's going on with Kathy Hochul and the Dems up in Albany. And we have to be on offense in New York because as New York falls, as country falls, uh, we have to make sure that so New York rises that our country can rise. And unfortunately, right now, that's not the direction it's heading, and it's sad. Yeah, it really is. And New York is such a gem of a state. In New York City, I think one of the greatest cities in the world ever. And uh, there's such a dismay there. When I was up in New York City just a couple of weeks ago, 
Uh, people are downtrodden. They don't even want to look at you when they walk on the street. It, it really is noticeable. And that, n- that notion of voting with your feet and bailing out is a very real dynamic. Um, in the big cities, there was another story we had over the weekend. Uh, there are uh, all of these blue-run liberal uh, cities that have been letting out their felonious criminals without bail. Uh, they now have these crime waves, and uh, they have a new favorite scope, a scapegoat. They want to blame the car manufacturers for not preventing car thefts in their city. I think 11 blue cities have sued Kia and Hyundai. Uh, and it just makes you wonder. I saw a lot of fun spoofs in other places uh, uh, making fun of this. But it's a real serious issue, which is they can't come to grips with their own policy, so they find a scapegoat. Does that resonate in the wrong direction for voters, perhaps? resonates in the wrong direction for voters guaranteed it is so ridiculous that you have people who were the biggest opponents of Lori lightfoot saying gosh i can't believe that they managed to go even more in the wrong direction with this new mayor Uh, that was uh, the the news that broke Uh, i tweeted out the the fox business story pointing out What's next? Down this logic, you would sue CBS for not locking up toothpaste. You would be suing supermarkets for not locking up food. You'd be going after Macy's, suing them for not locking up apparel. Right. Maybe, just maybe, we should be talking about rule of law, locking up the bad guys, having a system that's fighting for law-abiding Americans. What they're doing right now in the blue cities is going to backfire because elections, when it gets personal, it's one thing when you talk a hypothetical about some issue that's supposed to be important to the voter, but they don't really care about it that much. But when they start not feeling safe or they have to get someone to open up their toothpaste uh, and, and they struggle to do it because there's you know maybe 10 other people in the store, and then they have to purchase their goods while somebody else is just walking out with it, no consequences you have to swipe your card to pay your fare to ride the subway when someone right next to you is just jumping the fare it causes a certain amount of of uh resentment and and people start to believe that they have to take matters into their own hands it can actually be even more dangerous when people feel like the system itself that the government is not going to be able to do its job People start thinking, maybe I have to take matters into my own hands. And for, and for the average person who's out there who doesn't want to have to enforce it, they, they're really struggling. You know, when you have pride, though, in your job and you know and you see others who have pride in their job stopping somebody from stealing and then getting fired because of it, it causes this this confusion in society where where values and morals and ethics start getting twisted. There's only so much the government can get away with that the left can get away with in trying to convince us that right is wrong and wrong is right, that it's okay to be encouraging young kids, minors to be transitioning without parental involvement, that it's okay to bring you know these little kids who don't understand anything about sex and gender identity to some drags. You know, Queen Story Hour, some of what is called culture wars really gets to a bigger picture that's so much more than just that specific topic of the day that's being discussed, you know, transgenders in locker rooms. Yeah. It's bigger than just these individual issues. Yeah. This is about the norms and values, the ethics, the morals of society, and it's under attack. Yeah, the American experience, as we've known it, is really uh, hanging in the precipice. Uh, I was in Milwaukee, and um, uh, it was in uh, the downtown, actually in the, in the north side, which is a more heavily black uh, neighborhood. We stopped at a restaurant to get some food we love, and one of the gentlemen came out, and we started talking. I think he may recognize me from TV, and he said, you know, I said, you know, what are you looking for in the 2024 election? I think he said the most profound slogan, just make America affordable and safe again. That's all I'm asking. Just make it affordable and safe. I can't afford food, and I don't feel safe to go outside my uh, door in the morning. Uh, what a remarkable sentiment to think of someone just trying to make ends meet. Uh, it seems like that the election ahead of us is really going to be about those two issues among among others, but those may be the two predominance, right? Yeah, and it's not asking for too much. You could say that they're asking for the bare minimum. 
that this isn't about a, a population of voters going into 2024 who are looking for elected officials to work miracles. People are out there just begging for common sense. And they're also not asking for elected officials to somehow uncover the solution to a, a problem that is unsolvable. There, there are people out there, average, everyday, independent-minded Americans who know exactly what the no-brainer solution is to some of these simplest but serious challenges that they face. The solutions are right in front of us. We know what to do to get our society heading, our country heading in the right, our schools, our, our wallets to be protected, our freedoms to be defended. These are very simple expectations and demands of average Americans. And that is going to be a very powerful force when deciding votes, far more than the extreme elements of debates and what the left and right may want an election to be about, but it's not actually about. I think that this is a moment where what's most powerful is just being able to focus on the basics of how to make life in this country better again, how to be able to afford to pay your groceries. Yeah, it's it, as simple as being able to, to tackle the most basic elements of survival in life and wanting government to just get the heck out of the way. Don't try to indoctrinate and brainwash my kids. Don't, don't put people in office who are elected to be prosecutors who refuse to enforce the law. Support our men and women in blue. Allow me to choose what type of energy I'm going to use to be able to heat my home. Now, people aren't asking for much, and government needs to respect it. And I hope that the voters end up firing anyone for office, from office at any level of government who refuses to heed the very basic expectations of Americans. Because at the end of the day, this is a republic. We, are, we need people in government who are ruled by the people, not the other way around. And I think that the contrast is clear on some options coming on the ballot for some of the most important positions that we have in this country. And I just pray that Americans make the right decision and our elections are secure. Yeah. And for me, I'm going to do absolutely everything in my power to help make sure that we have the country that is going to go in the right direction again. It's a country I'd give up my life defending, as I, I know many of your listeners uh, have been willing to in the past. Yeah. You have veterans, you have law enforcement out there, firefighters and more who are big uh, supporters and followers of, of yours and your good work. Uh, yeah. We have to bring this home for them and their and their sacrifice and for our kids and our future. Everything's at stake. We all have to be all in. And uh, there couldn't be a more uh, eloquent call to action. It's what really what our our generation's being asked to do. Just like the World War II generation answered the call, the Vietnam generation, everyone answered the call. We have to answer the call in this next election to try to write these things. And most of them are just common sense things that we've lost our common sense on. At least one side has. So. Congressman, it is always an honor to have you on. We get a lot of wisdom, get a lot of great uh, insight, and I uh, can't wait to have you on again real soon. But thanks for joining us today. You got it. Thanks, John. Take care. All right, you too. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We got one more good one uh, when we come back. Uh, Leah Thomas is going to tell us about the muzzle stick product. I love it. It's a chamber flag that lets someone unfamiliar with a gun know its state, loaded or unloaded. It's good for you as a gun owner, good for people around you. Why not take the extra step? An inexpensive, super safety tool. We're going to explain it all to you next, right after these messages when Leah Thomas comes in. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As you know, I'm a major fan of the Second Amendment, but I'm also a major fan of making sure that you exercise your right safely, that gun safety is such an important factor, uh, how you store a gun at home, how you train yourself, how you create muscle memory, all the things that we've been talking about over the last few years on this show. I recently learned of a really cool new product that I, I've really grown fond of. It's a chamber flag that allows uh, people very quickly to determine the state of a gun. Is it loaded? Is it unloaded? Uh, what a great idea. It creates consciousness first for the gun owner when they put the gun uh, in a safe location. Uh, adding the flag makes one last mental note for someone to do it. And of course, when someone stumbles upon it or if they're looking, they can quickly tell visually, which is the best way, with the state of a gun. And I think that that is a really great idea. Joining us right now, one of the champions of great gun safety, our good friend of the show, Leah Thomas. Leah, great to have you back on. Thank you, John. I'm happy to be here. I love the muzzle stick. I've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks on uh, the show. Uh, a great sponsor of the show. A great concept for anyone who cares about the Second Amendment, but also cares that it be practiced safely, the right be practiced safely every day. Tell us a little bit about muzzle stick, how it came to be, and how popular it's becoming. Well, muzzle stick was founded um, by a gentleman who just really loved muzzle lower um, shooting and as we um, know, if we shoot muzzle loaders, they're not the easiest thing to unload. You have That's to shoot right. them to unload them. And often at muzzle loader shoots, um, folks were keeping loaded muzzle loaders around because they didn't want to have to reload it. And um, there was an accident at a shoot one time, hence the reason that um, Joe Rumpke, the founder, uh, thought about muzzle stick. Um, predominantly, it was for that industry to begin with. But as time went on, we realized that people aren't always 100% uh, conscious of how they're handling their firearms and, and safely or unsafely and whether they're loaded or unloaded. And so um, they came up with other products for handguns and rifles that clearly identify a firearm as um, unloaded because they fit into the chamber itself and, and you can read that it's unloaded. So if you're around folks that may or may not know how to handle firearms. Um, it gives them a visual indicator and it's really taken off. I, it's kind of funny because um, even range officers who typically use smaller chamber flags uh, really see the value of something as big and bright as the muzzle stick product. So we're yeah. pretty excited about it. When you see it, there's very little doubt about the state of the gun and it's just easy Within a millisecond, you can identify what you need to know about that gun, whether it's your gun or someone else's gun. And I think the act of also as the gun owner going through it and putting in the flag into the chamber uh, is just a great extra step. It's just one more safety consciousness, one more muscle memory of safety uh, that makes us all um, uh, just take one more second to think, was there anything else I can do to make sure that this is a safe firearm? Uh, there have been lots of um, anecdotes of people that really uh, have, have, have grown fond of these flags and do it. You mentioned one from uh, one of the trainers. Tell us uh, some other instances where uh, a muzzle stick has already created, you know, a safer environment. Someone said, hey, that really worked for me. You know, we've got folks that may be um, packing, for instance, for a hunt or something like that and want to take a handgun. To be, to be able to open your safe and pull out a handgun that already says unloaded in it, Yep. As you prepare for your hunt and you put it in your suitcase, uh, if you've got friends or family around, they can clearly see that it's unloaded. It it just allows you to be able to really understand what's happening with the firearm, especially in an unloaded case. And I know there's a lot of firearms owners out there that the person that bought the gun is new to the industry, new to owning firearms, or they have people in their family that don't know how to handle firearms and it's just a really good in visual indicator to teach people like, okay, I don't know how to handle a firearm, but I can clearly see that's unloaded. So if I need to pick it up and hand it to somebody, I can do it in a safe manner. Yeah, it's, it is remarkable. And listen, there's a bigger goal here. There are still, despite lots of responsible uh, gun owners, lots of responsible second amendment 
um, fans. There are still accidental deaths that occur with firearms. Uh, do you know approximately uh, how many a year occur around the country? There are about 500 people each year that die from unintended firearm shooting, but 27,000 get admitted to emergency rooms every year from unintended firearm injuries. Wow. And about 50, 52% of those occur under the age of 35. So younger people. Um, yeah, we don't want it. We don't want our younger people getting injured because they don't know whether a firearm is loaded or unloaded. And yeah. that's really the objective here is to save lives. It, and, it, and it does. There's no doubt. This is a, a visual prompt that really, really works. Um, most, you know, I know the best state to keep a gun when it's stored is uh, unloaded. But uh, I think there's a large majority. I think it's over 50 percent of people do keep a loaded gun in the house for rapid safety opportunity. Um, do you know the percentage and also how this works when you have a loaded gun? We've got about, um, from the statistics that we've gathered, 58% of firearms owners that keep a gun unlocked and hidden. And the shocking 18% keep a gun, um, unlocked and unhidden and loaded. So a, a staggering number of firearms owners keep firearms prepared to be shot in home defense or cases like that. And, in that case, a uh, muzzle stick also makes a barrel flag, which says loaded. That sticks into the end of the barrel. Yeah. Um, so that I, I wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, let's face it, there's people out there that are keeping yeah. loaded firearms in their home. There, and there so are. if you're going to keep a loaded firearm, why would you not let someone know that it's loaded so that if they don't know how to handle it, they'll leave it alone? Yeah, that is, it's a great point. And the, the truth of the matter is you're dealing with reality, not the ideal, right? And the ideal is everyone keeps their gun and loaded to the moment they need it. But obviously reality is that that isn't the, the case in many homes. And so having this as an extra step is so, so important. And I think that it's, it's uh, great. Now, uh, lots of people are getting these. Uh, I love them. I'm going to get a set. I, I think they're just such a great idea. Um, it's a great gift, right? You can give it to one of your favorite Second Amendment uh, family members or friends as a gift. Uh, lots of different ways to uh, spread the word about this. Well, have you heard any creative ideas of how uh, uh, how these have been used to create uh, awareness or um, as a gift or to uh, prod someone just in your own home to uh, to be more conscious about it? You know, um, I, I have a friend who keeps uh, loaded firearms in his safe. And um, his wife never, ever knows which firearm may or may not be loaded. He knows, but she doesn't know. And they keep it in their safe for the same reason that many Americans keep a loaded firearm around, but for self-defense. And so she got him um, the loaded flags for the firearm that he keeps in his safe so that if they had to suddenly open the safe because there were a need to defend their home or something, right. they would know exactly which firearm to grab. Yeah, now that's such a actually that's a that's a that's a way to actually help in a rapid response moment. That's a, such a great idea. I didn't even thought of that. Um, there are, and you mentioned this, and I think there's a whole new generation of Second Amendment fans. Uh, a lot of women, a lot of young people getting into the shooting sports. Uh, violent crime has prompted some people in in urban areas to to get a, a self defense opportunity for themselves. Uh, younger people don't have as much experience. This is a great way early on, if you know someone that is getting into the shooting sports or just bought their first weapon, to create that sort of consciousness. If you're a veteran of uh, handling guns, a great way to pass on your safety experience to someone on uh, someone uh, as well. It, it seems like a, a great gift for a new gun owner, right? I think it is. And, you know, even just going to the range, um, by yourself or with your with a friend and it having it be an unsupervised range you know having that product there so that when you're going down range to change your target you put a chamber flag in you know your firearm is unloaded because you can't have a chamber flag in there and a bullet you can clearly see right that it's unloaded and you're protecting yourself and your friend and it's just it takes three seconds to pop it in and 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 take it out and you just have that added layer of safety when you're using your gun and it's not in the safe yeah that is such a good idea and uh, again it's just about creating muscle memory and always having that safety protocol in the, the front of your mind when a gun is nearby i think it's such a good thing uh over the years you have done a great job educating us there's been lots of training courses that you've been through what are uh just stepping back obviously muzzle stick is one piece of a larger 
um, uh, safety strategy for, for responsible gun owners. Uh, what are some of the uh, best tips that you now spread to everyone to create that consciousness? Obviously, the muzzle stick, a big part of it. But what are some of the other good practices that we should share with our friends uh, whenever we have a chance to talk about it? Well, I mean, the, there's basic rules of firearm safety, and they're promoted around in a variety of ways. Some have 10 rules, some have four rules. But the reality is just treat firearms as if they are loaded. And if you don't know anything about a firearm, yep. don't touch it, period. Um, if you do, and you and you even if it's unloaded, just treat it as if it's loaded. Even if there's a muzzle stick chamber flag in it, for crying out loud, point it in a safe direction. Keep your trigger your finger off the trigger. Yeah. You know, don't yeah, all of the all of the basic rules that accidents don't happen if guns are not pointed at people and fingers are off of triggers. Yeah. They so those are just the, the go to's that we always bounce back on. Yeah, it's such a great idea. I remember, you know, I grew up in a uh a cop's family. My dad was a cop for 46 years. And so we grew up, of course, he had his service weapon, he had his private weapons. And from the earliest of ages, we were just drilled into all the right safe that you're not going to go in this lock safe. You don't touch the safe. If you're ever near a gun, always point it away from me. If you've ever asked to pick it up, always keep it away. There are all of these training things. And I think that culture of starting people from the youngest age all the way up through the end of uh, your shooting career is such an important thing. It's the idea of having the conversation and keeping it at the forefront that I think is what I always valued most about my dad. He always drilled it into us. And uh, and uh, long before we were gun owners ourselves, we knew exactly what it was that we should, should do and how to handle any situation that you came upon. And I think that conversation has you know, lasted a lifetime for me. I'm so grateful of my dad's ethos on this. Um, how often is a good, uh, this is a question we got to, uh, from the last time you were on, how often is it, uh, what's a recommended uh, frequency for someone to go to the range and keep that muscle memory, uh, not only the shooting memory, but the safety memory? What's a good frequency, six months, a year? What, what do you recommend for people? Well, we really recommend that people get to the range monthly if they have the time. But, you know, there's also other ways that you can become a better marksman. And they don't necessarily require going to the range. Um, you can dry fire in your own home yeah. with a laser and practice accuracy, oh, or yeah. you can dry fire in your own home and just practice firearm safety. Like take your firearm out of your safe, always treat it as if it's loaded. Be super cognizant that, you know, you, you're keeping your fingers off the trigger. You're pointing it at the ground. You're not getting used to just handling it, holstering, unholstering. You can practice at your home and a lot of the trainers that we've worked with, they're they're doing those types of practice, safe gun handling practices in their home weekly because wow. it isn't a toy. Um, it is something that can end life or save life. And it's it's really recommended that you spend a lot of time with your firearm so that you're always thinking in that manner. Yeah. Yeah, there is nothing like familiarity to create that culture of safety, particularly when under duress. If there's a moment where you need your firearm or you think you need your firearm, having that familiarity and having that muscle memory is so important. And uh, uh, we've loved, Leah, all, all through the years, all the different ways that you've helped us educate people and remind people of the responsibility that comes with being a great Second Amendment uh, advocate. It's it's really remarkable. For people who want to go uh, and get a muzzle stick, by the way, it's a great investment. I'm grabbing a couple for my home. Uh, what is the fastest, easiest way to learn more or to actually go ahead and make the purchase? Both the fastest and easiest way to learn more and to make the purchase right now is on the muzzle stick website, which is M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K, spelled a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, and they they have a variety of um, different flags there that folks can view and how they work. Um, we are getting ready to introduce a few more new flags as well in the next month. So nice. they should keep their eyes open for those. And we are also going to be loading them into Amazon here in the next 
probably a couple of weeks. So you should see them on Amazon here soon, and that will make it really easy for them to get this tool oh, yeah. at home. Oh, yeah. What a great idea. Man. Universal Marketplace yeah. like that is such a good idea. Folks, I'm a huge fan of this product and the culture behind this product, which is you want to be Second Amendment advocates. We enjoy that right, but we also want to be responsible gun owners. And muzzle stick is one of those things that uh, encourages responsibility and achieves responsibility. That's one of the things. That visual prompt, within a few seconds, you know exactly the state of a gun. And I think that that is such a great thing in an era where we're all so busy. It's easy to forget, and uh, the muzzle stick makes that forgetfulness go away. Uh, if you want to go check it out, go to muzzlestick.com. That's M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K.com. Muzzlestick.com. Go check them out today. Leah, we always love having you on. Uh, you're such a great champion of the Second Amendment, but also a responsible gun ownership. Uh, really an honor to check this product out with you. I know a lot of people will be going to site today. Awesome, John. Well, I really appreciate the time on your show, and I appreciate the, the advocate that you are. We need more of them um, just touting always that we can just never be safe enough. Yeah, there's no doubt. You can't. Uh, you only have one life to live, and uh, being able to live it safely uh, while being a great uh, Second Amendment advocate is a great responsibility, and we all should do our part. And this helps us do our part, so we're, we're a great fan. One more time, folks, go check out muzzlestick.com. It's a great investment uh, for safety and for Second Amendment championship, which we all are. All right, Leah, we'll get you back on real soon for an update. I can't wait to find out the new flags. You got my interest peak there. We'll be checking back on that in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Thanks for your time. Okay, John. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Thank you for joining. Always grateful for you being a part of the Justin News family, whether you subscribe to the Justin News website to help us hire reporters, because all the subscription monies go to reporters, or whether you're doing... Uh, uh, many other things, sharing us uh, out on social media, sending around our emails, getting other people to subscribe. I'm so grateful for all you do to make Just the News success. We hope we live up to your expectations every day to just deliver Just the News. That's all we want to give you. We're going to give you the facts that you make up your mind. That's why our iconic digging tool is so important. Uh, and um, well, we trust you. Uh, unlike a lot of legacy media who feel like it's their job to change your mind, we don't. If you want to Support us. Uh, you can go to justthenews.com slash um, subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe for $4.99 a month, uh, $44.99 a year. You get an ad-free experience, a once-a-month opportunity to hang out with me at a town hall. In fact, tonight we're having a town hall at 6.30. It's not too late. Subscribe today. You can still get in on it. I'm super excited about that. But um, go check that out at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Every penny of that money goes towards hiring reporters so we can go work with the whistleblowers and break the stories that you've come to trust us to break. All right. And also, one more time, Leah did a good job. But uh, one more time, if you're interested in the muzzle stick product, I think it's a fantastic product for safety. Uh, I champion Second Amendment rights. I truly believe and celebrate the right to bear arms. But I also believe it comes with the responsibility to be safe. And why not make it a little safer by having a chamber flag that lets other people know the state of your gun in case they're not familiar, they don't know what to do. It's a good warning sign. It's cheap. It's in an unintrusive. It's pretty cool looking too. If you want to get in on that, go to muzzlestick.com. That's M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K. It's a little unusual spelling, but once you get to know it, you'll love it. Muzzlestick.com. Go check it out today. Good prices, great safety component. Uh, by the way, they got some new flags. Uh, uh, Aaliyah mentioned that. We might see those in a couple of weeks. Those look cool. 
I heard they're going to look cool, so I can't wait to see them myself. All right, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.